This is Quotations, a podcast about words, written and spoken throughout history. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, we shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. No matter where you're from, your dreams are valid. The Pale Blue Dot, the only home we've ever known. Hello and welcome to Quotations. I'm Matthew Monroe. Here's today's quote. I think probably of anything is uh, loving, being loving, being caring, have a lot of patience with people, be forgiving. <laughs> Please be forgiving because life is short and uh, family and what have you, that's all so important. And even your friends, you know, your neighbors, you know, be kind. <laughs> Don't be hateful. I mean, hate hate gets you nowhere. Kindness is what it's all about. And uh, at life, yeah. Uh, be especially kind to your family because you know, they're your mainstay. They're always going to be there for you. You hope. Now, this episode is particularly difficult for me. This quote is from my grandmother, Madeline Jackson, who died Monday, February 22nd, 2021, just a few short weeks ago. She was born July 28th, 1938, and she lived to the ripe old age of 82 years old. And this episode is as much a memorial a benediction, to use a a term from a a quote we've explored recently, and a tribute as anything else. And so I deliberately didn't prepare a lot of notes for this because it didn't feel right to try to, to script it. So I thought I'd just let it flow. Like any good tribute, I guess, any good memorial, it, it helps to to think back. And we all have grandparents. And we have some kind of memory of them. Hopefully most of them are good. I know that a lot of mine are with my grandmother. I remember when we were children, she used to travel up to Maine and and visit during the summertime, during our summer break. And I didn't realize then how special that was because she had lived in Florida for as long as I ever remember. And every summer she would come up and we would always do fun things, grandma, grandson things. I was the oldest grandchild and I had siblings and she would come up and she would spend time with all of us. And there was always trips to go get ice cream and trips to go to the beach and time spent swimming in the pool or just walking around or playing mini golf. I mean, that's probably one of the, the, the constants of our life is that we, we mini golfed and, you know, those types of things. And Grandparents are special because they, you know, as the old saying goes, it's a parent's job to say no, it's a grandparent's job to say yes. And I remember my grandmother always said yes. She seemed to always be that way. Um, She came to every graduation, and I realize now again just how special that is because that's not always the case, especially not when that relative lives that far out of state. But she didn't miss an elementary school graduation, middle school, high school college graduation. It doesn't, didn't matter. She was there. 
Um, she was, you know, a big, a big part of my life and a big part of shape of what shaped me to be the, the man that I am today. And of course, all of these things I would hope are things that everybody can say about their grandparent. And, you know, the, as, as so many things go, whether you lose a friend, a family member, or an acquaintance, it's always after they're gone that you realize that you've had your final interaction with them. You've had your final conversation. And of course, your mind immediately goes to what your last conversation was and what your, what the subject of that conversation was. And, you know, I, when I was stationed overseas in Okinawa, I remember talking to my grandmother. Um, There were three phone calls I made every week and she was one of them. And calling from Okinawa back then was a little more challenging than it is today. There weren't a lot of options. And I remember she and I both struggling to figure out how to use Skype to make international calls. We would set up a time, we'd have this big time lag between her or time difference between her, where she was and and where I was. I, I think it was on the order of 12 or 13 hours. So it was either super early in the morning for me or, or super late in the evening for her, depending on what was going on. But we would talk and, you know, that's, that's indicative of the type of relationship of all the people in the world that I could have called at that time of my life. You know, when I was relatively young and stationed overseas, you know, she, she was one of the three people that grounded me and, you know, that I could call home to and, and just chat about things and get the update. And the question was always, what's going on back home? And she would always have something fun to say. And, you know, I I took it as a great joy in life that she had. Uh, this wonderful laugh that she was able to, that I was, I was usually able to evoke, you know, with cheesy jokes and, and things of that nature. Because yes, listener at home, whether you believe it or not, your host has a, uh, has a cheesy joke side. And it was always my goal, you know, in those conversations uh, to, to elicit that, that wonderful laugh that she had. And usually I was successful, but not always. You know, we had the, I think the most wonderful part is that she was, for me, the matriarch of a family that to this day remains very, very close. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of family members spread around and my grandmother grew up in Detroit and, you know, she moved a little bit out of that area, but spent most of her life there. And a lot of her family is, is still there and, um, still very close. I mean, they have been ever since they were, you know, for decades, they have been doing um, a family pick'em football pool where every week during the NFL season, all the family members that participate pick the winners of the anticipated winners of the games for that week and, and rank them one to sixteen. And this used to be done collected by hand, somebody walking up and down the the street where they all lived, and collecting all of those and monitoring the scores and checking off the winners and totaling up. Uh, the weekly tallies, and announcing the winner. And that was how it was done. And then it was done by spreadsheet. And that's when I started. I started when it had to be back in, when I was in high school, maybe maybe college. And it was done via email and via spreadsheet. So somebody at the beginning of the year had to go into an Excel spreadsheet, put every game in every week into a different tab with all the games. And your job each week was to if you were the commissioner to receive all of those emails with all of those spreadsheets, with all of those picks, and again, monitor all of it. And of course, since then, it's evolved, and now we, we do it on uh, a website, and it's significantly easier. You click onto the website, you go on your phone, you put your picks in. But it's fun because especially now with the advent of you know modern technology, you know for the last decade or so, 
uh, maybe a little more, there's been a weekly video and everybody in the family will make a video when they, when they win a week. And it's a chance to joke with the family and rub it in with the family. And, you know, it's just, it's a very fun way for the family to stay in touch. And I don't know that anybody necessarily deliberately built it that way, but it's become this, this monolith in the family that has survived time and had husbands and wives and children join, um, and ex-husbands and ex-wives, let's, let's be honest. And it's just great. It's a great way for everybody who lives all over the country uh, to communicate with one another and, and have a little bit of fun. And, you know, she's the matriarch of that family. You know, she is one of, you know, five siblings. She's the fourth of five siblings. And she she kind of led that charge. You know, she won that pool a number of times. She won various weeks of that pool. And it's great to to see that and you know, she she was big on family. I mean, that is the summary of my grandma. I mean, she grew up in a time where, you know, that at-home family unit was exceptionally important, and she fostered that, and she stayed connected. She learned the various technologies to stay connected to her family. She wasn't one of those older generation who resists technology, or I won't say she always understood it in its entirety, <laughs> But she knew enough to know how to use it to stay in touch with her family. And that was the most important piece for her, was staying in touch with her family. And I count myself lucky to be a part of that family and somebody that she did reach out to stay in touch with. It, it brought a certain amount of excitement every time I would see the phone ring and see that, you know, grandma would pop up. And, you know, she was was good about that. Um, and the latter part of her life was difficult. And everybody dealt with the challenges there, but she never, never turned down a call, never rejected a conversation, never cut something short. She let the conversation go until the conversation was over. Those are important things. And I think there's lessons to be learned there. I mean, you heard in her quote today, and I'm going to play it again because I want you to hear it and I want to hear it again. And again and again and again. But you heard. I mean, the things that she says, she talks about a basic framework for life that, again, were we to all internalize, the world would be a far, far better place. And I count myself fortunate for being able to have that kind of memory, that kind of challenge from beyond the grave, I guess, from my grandmother, that it becomes a, this has become a measuring stick, right? And I hope it becomes a measuring stick for you, or I hope there's something similar for you floating around out there. But let me play the quote for you again. And it's not polished and clean. She's not a professional public speaker. And let's be honest, neither am I. But listen to the content, listen to what is said, listen to the challenges. Take each time you hear a be this or don't be that, think about the challenges that are contained in this quote. So here's the quote one more time. I think probably of anything is uh, loving, being loving, being caring, have a lot of patience with people, be forgiving, <laughs> please be forgiving because life is short and uh, family and what have you, that's 
all so important. And even your friends, you know, your neighbors, you know, be kind. <laughs> Don't be hateful. I mean, hate, hate gets you nowhere. Kindness is what it's all about. And, uh, at life, yeah. Uh, be especially kind to your family because, you know, they're your mainstay. They're always going to be there for you, you hope. Uh, and that's my grandmother. You know, that's that's Madeline Jackson. That's the woman who was such a big part of my life growing up. And, you know, through this and, and other means, I hope to, to keep that memory alive, as we all do for someone that we love and care about. And you hear in the quote, she talks about being patient, being forgiving, not being hateful. I mean, these are all things that are exceptionally hard to do. It's very easy to find reasons to dislike people. It's very easy to forget how much we all like to feel loved or have somebody be kind to us. The world's fast-paced. There's a lot going on. People come and go from our circles, and it's easy sometimes to forget that they're, they're important. And much like my grandmother, was able to always keep in focus that her family was important. She was a family woman. And as much as, you know, she is no longer here to regularly impart that lesson, I have these words and I have the memories. And that's sometimes, that's what we ultimately all end up with. Everybody that we are close to will end up departing or we will end up departing. And leaving them, or they will leave us. And what we're left with are those memories. And so any opportunity to capture those is important. I mean, everybody has today a recording studio in their pocket, right? You have a camera, you have a microphone, you have the ability to take still images and video and send them and keep them and immortalize them forever. And I cannot say enough how important I think that is. And not just selfies at the beach or selfies at the latest tourist attraction that you went to. There's nothing wrong with those. They do make for a wonderful trip down memory lane from time to time. But there's something about video and audio that makes it so much more real. And I'll tell you, so the quote for today actually comes from a conversation that my grandmother and I had back in 2018, right around Thanksgiving time. I think it was the day after Thanksgiving in 2018. And she was still healthy and the world was still good and, you know, everything was, everything was fine at that time. And I had wanted to do this for some time and I'm so very glad that I did. But I had been turned on to an app that is managed by National Public Radio, NPR. And the name of that app is StoryCorps. All one word, StoryCorps, C-O-R-P-S. And it is an app purpose-built to capture conversations between people. And a lot of people use it, like I did, to interview their grandparents or their parents or their friends of interest. And it's, it's great because all you do is download and open the app, and there's a big record button. When you hit that record button, you put your phone down on the table between the two of you, as I did back then, 
and you have a conversation. I had jotted down a couple of questions that I wanted to ask my grandmother. It was as much an exploration of her childhood and youth and my family history as anything else. And the conversations are limited to a maximum of 45 minutes. You can record as many as you want, so you can. many people do it as a, as a series. And I wish I had done more of them with my grandmother, but I do have the one that we did. And you, you, so you're limited to 45 minutes, so you have to keep at least some eye on the clock. But it's a great way to capture history and traditions and funny nuances of, you know, the person that you're, you're talking to. And this was before the podcast, right? So there was no interview. There was no, this was not part of my plan for the future or anything of that nature. This was literally just a conversation that I had with my grandmother. And it stayed on my phone on the StoryCore app um, and in the StoryCore cloud because you don't have to release it either. That's the other beautiful part of StoryCore is you can keep that thing archived in StoryCore's archive for just you and whomever you like for as long as you, you like. You know, I remember asking my grandmother if she was okay if I released it and she said that she'd prefer that I wait. And so I did, and so I didn't actually put it out into the ether formally until after she died. And it was then that I listened to the interview again in its entirety. And of course, you know, the audio, as you can hear, is not perfect. Again, it's a phone laying on a table. There's no fancy microphone on a boom with a with a windscreen or fancy software or anything. It's literally just a phone's microphone recording a conversation between a grandmother and a grandson. But I'm so very glad that I have it, because when I went back and listened to it again, this piece that comes towards the very end of the conversation really jumped out at me. And I said, you know what, StoryCorps is great. It's forever immortalized there, and I'm glad. And I'm glad I can share it with family and friends, but I need to put this out. I need to give this to others, because that is what a grandmother like mine would have wanted. That's what Madeline would have wanted. She would have wanted wise words. She would have been flattered to know that she had been not only recorded and placed out in StoryCorps, but also immortalized in in her grandson's podcast. You know, I don't think she ever, when we would swim at the beach or go to Disney or any of those things as a kid, that she ever thought that her grandson would grow up and have a podcast. But yet here we are. And I don't think she certainly ever would have thought that she would have been the star of that podcast. But here she is. And so with regards to the StoryCorps app, again, look it up on your phone, download it, and the next time you're with a family member, do it. Do it. Just have a conversation. You don't have to be a professional interviewer. You don't have to ever plan to put it out into the public, but I will tell you from experience that having 45 minutes of conversation with a loved one is not something that a lot of us have. A 10-second Snapchat, uh, a series of selfies are great, and they are certainly better than the alternative, which is nothing. But to have 45 minutes of real, honest human conversation with somebody is wonderful. And I think, like I did, that you'll learn something about that person and about that family member, no matter how close you are to them, that you'll cherish. And I cherish it. I cherish the ability to go and listen to my grandmother for 45 minutes talk about her life. And I've listened to it enough times now that I'm starting to know the, the flow of things and I'm starting to know the answers to the question. And she has her little idiosyncrasies and, and I love them all. And I think that you will as well when you, 
if you do this. And so I would encourage you to do that. Go interview your grandparents, your parents, your mentors, anyone. Pick a stranger on the street and interview them. I'm sure that would be interesting. And in memory of, of my grandmother, as I close here, the, the only thing that I can say is exactly what I think that she would say. And that's be kind. Be kind. Thanks, Grandma. You're missed. Until next time, I'm Matthew Monroe. This is Quotations, and thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more, please subscribe in your favorite podcast app, or visit me at quotationspod.com to download and listen. Please also take a moment to recommend the podcast to a friend. That's a huge help. You can tweet at me at quotationspod. Send me an email to quotationspod at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram at quotationspod, or join the conversation on Facebook at quotationspod. I look forward to hearing from you, welcome your feedback, and thanks as always for listening.